Earthquake Regions by Richard A. Proctor. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Earthquakes occur in all regions adjacent to active volcanoes. Thus, the neighborhood of Vesuvius, Etna, and Tenerife is infested by subterranean convulsions, which also are frequent over the neighborhood of the Greek archipelago and in Syria. In fact, it seems probable that the whole of the Mediterranean basin and the surrounding lands for a distance of many miles from its shores form a single earthquake district, whereof Tenerife, Vesuvius, Etna, Stromboli, the archipelagic, and the Syrian volcanoes are the safety valves. Then there is another earthquake region surrounding Hecla, or some say, extending in a long line from the Jan Mayan volcano through Hecla, the Azores, and the Cape Verde Islands to St. Helena and Tristan da Cunha. Japan, Sumatra, Java, and the islands of the East Indian archipelago are liable to fearful earthquakes, some of the most destructive of which have occurred within the last few years. In the West Indies, there is another earthquake region, to which must be referred those which have recently taken place. Probably this district belongs to the great earthquake region in Colombia and Peru, around the celebrated volcanoes Cotopaxi and Kimborazo. The southwestern district of the United States is also liable to earthquake shocks, apparently referable to the great Mexican volcanoes. There is one region of the earth in which subterranean shocks occur which cannot be referred to the neighborhood of volcanic vents. Upper India and parts of western India are liable to frequent earthquakes, insomuch that between the years 1800 and 1842, no less than 162 earthquakes were recorded in these places. Undoubtedly, we may trace these disturbances to the great mountain chains which traverse this part of Asia. The subterranean forces which upheaved the great Himalayan range, for instance, may be assumed to be still existent, though now for a while dormant, or perhaps, says Sir John Herschel, expended in maintaining the Himalayas at their present elevation. On the other hand, there are some regions wholly free from earthquake shocks. Among such may be mentioned the great alluvial plains of America, east of the Andes, the plains of the northeast of Europe, and the northern parts of Asia. There are monuments, natural and artificial, which prove the absolute fixity of some regions. The slightest shock would have flung down that strange mass which is perched upon the summit of the Peter Bott Mountain, 1,500 feet above the sea level. Pompey's pillar justifies the assertion of Strabo that Egypt has long been free from earthquakes. Though nothing short of subterranean convulsion could have flung down the more ancient obelisks which lie prostrate amidst the sands of western Lower Egypt. Even that masterpiece of Egyptian labor, the Great Pyramid, though surpassing all other human erections in stability, shows unmistakable evidence of the slow action of subterranean forces. The quantity of the post-pyramid tilt, says Professor Piazzi Smythe, appears to be about 37 seconds, as given by the corner angles of the Great Pyramid. In Mexico, again, in the very center, seemingly, of earth-rocking forces, there is a region in which rocks of grotesque figure attest the perfect immunity which the region has enjoyed even from inconsiderable shocks. The cheese ring in Devonshire is another instance of the kind of evidence we are considering. And as there are no instances of regions near to a disturbed district which yet are free from shocks, so there are spots liable to frequent shocks though the neighboring country for miles on every side is seldom, if ever, disturbed. Such is the district, very limited in extent, near Comrie in Perth, where a year scarcely ever passes without a shock being experienced.
It would seem also as if regions free from subterranean disturbance for many centuries must not count upon permanent immunity, for a violent earthquake will often open out, as it were, a passage for subterranean impulses to new regions. The circles of concussion enlarge, says Humboldt, in consequence of a single extremely violent shock. Since Kumana was destroyed, December 14, 1797, every shock of the southern coast is felt in the peninsula of Managuares, which before suffered no disturbance. Again, in the successive earthquakes which traversed in 1811-13 through 13, the valley of the Mississippi, Arkansas, and Ohio rivers, it was noteworthy how the motion traveled farther and farther northward on each occasion. It seemed as if the subterranean forces were gradually breaking away through successive barriers. End of Earthquake Regions by Richard A. Proctor